everyone, and welcome to you. That's what she said. A little feeling of, hey, I got this. That's what she said. What's up, everyone, and welcome to you. That's what she said. Hey, uh, can you be in here? Please share it with people you think might benefit. That's what she said. Today, head coach Kevin Gall chats with former Jimmy softball players Sidney Greenland and Hannah Dunnigan. All right, we're on with Sidney Greenland and Hannah Dunnigan. Sydney is coming to us from Iowa, and Hannah is up in Saskatchewan. And we're going to talk a little Jimmy softball and a little about what's going on in their lives in the next 10 to 20 minutes. And uh, I want to welcome you both to the show and we're bringing this back after about a month hiatus after our last games in Tucson, Arizona. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Now, Sydney, you're a physical therapist and Hannah, you're in medical school up there. What is the, Hannah, I'll direct this question to you. What's the, what's the hardest thing about medical school and is it, less hard because you went to University of Jamestown? I think the hardest thing about medical school is just staying on top of all the material that we go through. We go through quite a bit of material very quickly, so it can be kind of difficult to stay on top of all that and then remember stuff from previous as we move on really quickly. But I definitely think that spending time in Jamestown and being a student athlete helped prepare me for that because I learned a lot of different time management skills and being able to study and get my homework done with limited amounts of time, just being on the road or having practice and being away for softball quite a bit. And especially being in North Dakota, our softball schedule changed quite a bit, kind of weather permitting. So kind of dealing with that adversity and changes in schedules definitely helped with my time management skills. And I think that has helped me a lot so far throughout medical school, just being flexible with changes in um, plans or changes in schedules and being able to finish my work on time. Honestly, my first semester of medical school, it felt like I had so much time to do homework because I didn't have to worry about going to practice or anything like that. Sydney sounds, she looks like she can relate to that a little bit. So what's yep. the hardest, 
you guys have to do, uh, is it just all medical stuff or do you guys have to do classes on diversity and um, dealing with people or, and that type of stuff? Yeah, we actually have a few different classes. So we have our basic foundations class, which is kind of what you would expect medical school to be. And then our clinical skills where we actually practice with some simulated patients and then also get onto the wards and see some real patients. But then we also have our medicine and society classes. And that's more talking about the community and um, how different factors can help or hurt people's health and kind of more the social determinants of health, I guess. And then we also spend some time in some community um, organizations like nonprofits and things like that and learn about the healthcare system itself as well. Cool. How many years of a school do you have left, Hannah? Two more years. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been done with school? <laughs> Sydney, how long have you been done with school? I have been done 11 months. I graduated so, May of May of 2019. So I don't want to rub it in, Hannah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what was the toughest part about or, or was grad school easy for you, Sydney? Um, I think my hardest adjustment was the like the first semester. Like Hannah said, it was like you don't know what to do with all your free time. And I was used to having my mornings from 5 a.m. to basically 10 p.m. planned out with softball and weights and catcher-pitcher practice and this and that and then everything. So then when I got to grad school that first semester, it was like, oh, I only have class for five hours today. Then, then what do I do? Um, so me learning how to adjust back into just like being a student, not a student athlete, was the most challenging semester for me, for sure. I remember that year myself, and it's probably the best shape I was ever in in my whole life because I didn't know what to do with my time. And so I just worked out and ran and worked out and ran. And <laughs> that's all I did. So yep. interesting. The, how about you in terms of uh, those types of classes that make you well-rounded? Did you have to take any of those? Yeah. Um, so the school that I went to is an osteopathic, like medical school, meaning that it's kind of more holistic or well-rounded in the sense of healthcare. Um, so they do a lot more of like hands-on assessment versus always, not always medicine in intervention, but they do a, a little bit more of like a, a whole body assessment of things. Um, so with that being said, like understanding like who the person is, not just like what they present with was a big part of our education. And so we got some class formal certificate and like cultural diversity and everything. So we had a bunch of different people throughout the three years of PT school um, come in and kind of talk about their role in the community or like how their culture has influenced them in terms of this and in healthcare and all of that. So, yeah. Well, we didn't do a lot of community service when, when you were in school. I don't know, maybe you guys thought we did, but I think that most of our time is spent fundraising for our trip to Tucson. And when it comes to softball and you two people, the one things, the two things that I remember, I mean, you obviously had good careers here and uh, 
we miss you quite a bit. But the, the one thing with uh, Sydney U is you're kind of legendary for the, for the towering home run that you hit over the 250-foot fence. And then it crashed. I'll let you tell the story. What do you remember about the, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a home run that went over not only like the, the portable fence, but went over the, the real fence on the field. Um, and there was a fan sitting out in center field on his car, sitting on the hood of the car, just watching from the outfield, which should have been a safe place to watch the game. Um, and got the right hit or connection on the ball and put it over both fences. And I remember it like hitting his windshield and shattering it. And I put my hands up on my helmet like this. And you told me when I got to third base to stop celebrating and I wasn't celebrating. (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad about breaking his windshield that I was like, Oh no, what did I do? (laughs) I don't remember that part. (laughs) I, I just the, remember the fan who was sitting in his car, getting out of his car in slow, like the most slow motion movement, trying to like cover his windshield. Yeah, I just about yeah. saved it. Just about. <laughs> it was a Zimni. It was a Zimni fella. And he still comes by the games. And I think his brother also has started to come by the games. And somehow, some way, they're related to Morgan or Megan Ramage somehow i think but uh that was that was quite a home run you uh it still gets talked about not necessarily with our players because they weren't there but um tom and me and and some of those people the biggest home run i remember hannah dunnigan hitting is in st cloud and we were playing over there, I think it was the second game of the doubleheader, and they had a pretty good pitcher going, and you hammered one, and it was a line drive over the center field fence, and it might have been one of the hardest balls I've ever seen hit. Do you remember that, Hannah? I don't remember that at all. Oh, my gosh. Was it in the, the dome? Run, do, you, do you remember? What's the, the one that you think? No, I, I'll always remember that one. I remember my first one my senior year in the Dome. That's, yeah. That's the Which last Dome? One I uh, the Presentation Dome. Did it go off the side of the building then, or or what? Yeah, yeah the wall of the Dome. Who was on base? Nobody. The queen of a solo sol- home runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you had one down in, was it Waldorf? It was my senior season. Um, and it was crazy. Like, it was that game we played three games. Like, we all of a sudden decided that morning we were going to drive down to. I think that was, it was. Lacrosse? Maybe, yeah, maybe. And we played three games, and Hannah hit a rope. It didn't even, like, gain momentum up because it was just, like, a straight line drive over, like, left field fence. Opposite was that the field. field with the fake brick wall? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, remember that one. one. It kind of went over the scoreboard or kind of near the scoreboard, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a bullet. Yeah, we should have never lost to them guys. No. But three games in a row after a bus trip was a yeah. tough one, too. How to beat the weather. Yep. So, besides your 
teammates, what's your most fond memory of playing Jimmy softball? Hopefully you have an answer. Besides <laughs> the teammates. You got one, Hannah? I don't know if a spe specific memory is coming to mind right now, but I think just traveling with our teammates is always a lot of fun. Like Arizona was always something to look forward to and getting to spend time on the bus and just being with each other was always a good time. I good thing you had a good driver. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> maybe not the highlight. <laughs> Sydney, what about you? <laughs> the rumble strips. Um, um, I would say probably like all just the lessons that come along with it. I mean, if you exclude the teammates and all the relationships that we got to form, like just like learning the grit and like all the different emotional ups and downs and trying to keep a even keel. And um, I don't know, just all the, like the lessons that you learn being an athlete and a student and like pursuing a degree that you plan to make a career out of and how to manage that and still like remember to relax and have fun and that you're just in college and that this isn't the rest of your life, but you want to give it your all. I mean, I think those are a lot of invaluable lessons that you can ever, like you can't reproduce those again. Well, I think the years that you guys played, I think one of the things that I learned from you guys was that I have to relax a little bit more and make sure that you guys have fun while you're doing this and not being as demanding and intense as I seem to have been sometimes. But, uh, and there's a place for that too. But I think that, you know, those memories that you have are, are really important in the whole experience. And one memory I have recently is last winter I was going to, and I, I got a chance to visit with both of you last winter, but, or at least see you. But the one time that I saw you, Sydney, we didn't get to chit chat because some, some crazy stuff happened that night. Tell us a little about a little bit about that because it kind of brings everything together with your life as a Jimmy and your family are all Jimmy's now. All Jimmy's. Um, yeah. So it was a basketball game. The end of December was it in Jan? Yeah, it was December. Um, and I was home for the holidays, and my sister's now fiance was coaching his high school team at a basketball tournament at the new Newman Center, which is I'm super jealous of um, that we didn't get to use that or see that. Um, and so preceding all of these events, he had called me and my fiance and asked if we would help organize getting Ashley there and unsuspecting of him proposing at the game. Um, so I would have liked to come say hi to you, but I had to make sure that she was sitting in the bleachers at the, like, the right time and coach gall was in charge of the music being played <laughs> when i didn't proposed. know you knew okay <laughs> and then you texted me i think at halftime asking me what or asking if i wanted to play my walk up songs so you played those during the halftime <laughs> <laughs> and then so yeah then at the end of the game they like sam had asked a bunch of different people to kind of like be in on the surprise so they were pretending to honor Sam for being a career player at Jamestown for basketball. 
and they want, since his parents weren't there, they wanted Ashley to come down on the court to take a picture to like recognize him for that. And then as she got down on the court, then he got down on one knee and asked her to marry him. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Pretty fun. And I think it's a special deal because it's all, well, it happened in the Newman, probably the first proposal in the Newman. <laughs> and being that mom was a Jimmy and dad was a Jimmy and you're a Jimmy and, and they're both Jimmy's, it's a pretty cool deal. So, Hannah, how about uh, you had this pitching coach here named Tom Wilson. What do you, what kind of, memories do you have with Tom and maybe uh, something that you still think about that Tom always said or something like that? Frontside lead. Frontside lead. It always used to be right side lead when, uh, or left side lead when, before you came along, but then being that you're left-handed, you had to change it to front side lead. And he always says that still. He still says front side now because of you. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Tom was always just great to have around. He always kind of pushed me to work harder and uh, hit my spots and make my pitches move a little more. So he was always really encouraging and always had, had me working hard. So I was really grateful for to have him around and be able to work with him. He always he was- stayed positive for us. Yeah, funny how he can do that. The one, uh, he was just talking to a, one of our left-handed pitchers the other day, and he was talking to them about, don't be afraid to hit a batter. One of our most successful pitchers, <laughs> one of our most successful pitchers here, I'm guessing she at least hit one batter every time she pitched, if not a couple. So, They're like bowling pins, he would tell me. Yeah, there's another one, he said that. There's another one coming up. So, so it's, it's not that you guys aren't here physically. You're still here and in, in one way or the other. So it's pretty cool that we still have him involved and, and that in one way, shape, or form, you guys are all still involved. Career-wise, Hannah, I think you ended up with 61 wins or something like that. Is there any one pitching performance that sticks out to you? Yeah, I guess the one that I remember the most is probably my senior year, uh, the conference championship against Bellevue. Um, Our third game against them, we were able to come out with the win, and I think that was probably one of the most memorable. I was kind of counting down the outs in my head and – Ended up giving up a double in the last inning, and Brittany came in and finished the game, and we were able to come out with the win in the conference championship, so that was pretty exciting. And Megan bleeping Ramage caught the final out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that's, that's a good memory for, for a lot of people. I think uh, Michaela Frost... She mentioned that in her in her uh, senior benediction, as we call it now, um, that being one of her most fond memories. And she was just a little freshman at the time. So 
that was pretty cool. Pretty cool time. How about you, Sydney? Any one particular game that maybe one that you caught with Hannah pitching or something? What was the, uh, is there one particular moment that sticks out for you? Hmm. I think if you ask me my favorite game that we played in, there's a lot, but the one we were out in Dickinson where we were losing and Wang hit a home run or I hit a home. Who hit it? For, I don't remember who hit it first, but Wang and I hit back to back solo shots. And then Brittany came up in the eighth and hit one to win the game. And oh, yeah. that was one of my favorite games just because we never stopped playing in that game, even though, I mean, they had a, was that the first year that they had? Um, God, I'm now blanking on names. They're a really tall pitcher. Watson. Yeah. Was that, was that the first year that they had Watson? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in the first, like, four innings or five innings, we weren't anywhere close to her. And we stuck into it and kept going, kept going. And for whatever reason, they always just could seem to get on base on little things. And we wanted that game more, and that was a fun game as a team to to play in because it took every single one of our players because they were hitting the ball, and we made great plays and continued to play every single pitch of every single inning of that game. Excellent. Good deal. I think you guys have uh, tremendous futures in front of you. And I know uh, there's going to be some tremendous memories made for you coming up in the next few months and, and years. So stay in touch with us. And uh, whenever you get in, in town, make sure you stop by and see me. I, I truly enjoy that. And, uh, blessed to have you guys on the the podcast today and i hope that you and all your teammates tune into our podcast and listen and uh, try to live some relive some memories of back in the good old days and in, in in college here so stay in touch and we'll uh we'll keep trying to teach the young jimmies the lessons that you taught me. So thanks for being on. Absolutely. Thanks for having us.